ശ്രവണം മനനം നിധിധ്യാസനം ലിസൺ റിഫ്ലക്ട് ആൻഡ് അബ്സോർബ് ഡിയർ ലിസ്ണേഴ്സ് സായിറാം ആൻഡ് വെൽക്കം ടു അവർ റേഡിയോ സീരീസ് ഇൻ വിച്ച് എ ഡിവൈൻ ഡിസ്കോസ് ബൈ ഭഗവാൻ ഇസ് പ്ലേഡ് ഇൻ സ്മോൾ പാർട്സ് ആൻഡ് ഫോളോയിങ് ഈച്ച് പാർട്ട് എ ഷോർട്ട് ഡിസ്കഷൻ ഇസ് അണ്ടർടേക്കൺ ടു റിഫ്ലക്ട് ഓൺ ദ മെസ്സേജ് ദിസ് ഇസ് എ പാർട്ട് ഓഫ് റേഡിയോ സായിസ് ഫേഴ്സ്ഡേ ലൈഫ് ഹോസ്റ്റഡ് ബൈ സായി പ്രകാശ് ആൻഡ് പ്രേം every thursday at 7:30 pm only on asia stream of radio sai global harmony today's episode was first broadcast live on 7th november 2013 the discourses undertaken for studying this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in indian culture and spirituality 1990 the clips played today are from the discourse delivered on 26th may 1990 Sairam dear listeners and welcome to this week's episode of Shravanam Mananam Nididhyasanam. This is Prem from Team Radio Sai with Sai Prakash welcoming all of you to this week's episode. The last couple of weeks we've had the pleasure and the enlightening company of Professor G. Venkatraman and uh, I think he's left a lot of things to think about and mull about in the couple of weeks. and the discourse too which we've been uh, studying the eighth discourse in the 1990 summer course series is getting more and more profound with every clip isn't it sir prakash that's very true everything is profound no doubt but um, since it is abstract as well right now as long as it was the body the senses we could see it we could feel it but since it's dealing with an abstract entity called buddhi the mind itself was quite abstract now buddhi is still more subtler right you know uh, just this morning when we were talking about uh, the ceiling on desires it struck me in the one of the first couple of discourses in this series swami makes that point about don't waste uh, money food i think it's in the second discourse okay mm-hmm. where swami apart from the four regular ones which swami says as part of ceiling on desires there is time money food and energy mm-hmm. in that discourse swami says don't waste knowledge and intelligence oh okay Mm-hmm. looking at it sami is uh, saying that you've been given a wealth called buddhi mm. you know don't uh, waste it don't squander it away <laughs> you know um, i was just thinking this morning uh, while coming uh, after the bhajan session we are talking about buddhi mm-hmm. is there any epi- episode from some of our mythological stories and where it really shows that buddhi has taken somebody closer to the lord Mm-hmm. see buddhi is supposed to take you closer to the atma okay and when the lord is in human form uh, buddhi takes you closer to him so you know the story of hanuman came to my mind okay and where swami says after the coronation rama is giving duties mm-hmm. to all the people who are there and then when it comes to the role to hanuman uh, rama asks what duty would you like to have and then he says see rama whenever you yawn there is nobody to snap their finger in front <laughs> of the yawn so i would like to snap my fingers whenever you yawn and uh, rama says okay and he gives him and everybody thinks what a stupid uh, uh, wish what a stupid service is asking for but then um, evening comes and then lord rama goes into his uh, personal chambers and lord hanuman is uh, rightfully following him 
and mother sita asks hello what's happening <laughs> then hanuman says see i don't know when lord rama will yawn so i have to be next to him all the time <laughs> in a way because of his presence of mind and the buddhi that he used he took up a duty which allowed him to stay close to the lord all the time <laughs> in an analogy like if you use the buddhi the right way you go closer to the lord right you know one thing which i'm reminded is generally you know it is our intellect in a sense which has made us feel that swami is something different from anything mm-hmm. or anybody we've met before okay you know because you can see it he's different mm-hmm. he can do things differently he can mm-hmm. read your mind he can do all kinds of things your uh, intellect is inflamed by this personality true but then the buddhi can also you know draw you away from him uh, i'm reminded it seems once swami was performing the vibhuti abhishekam for that uh, uh, silver statue of shirdi, shirdi baba, baba. Mm-hmm. and after the abhishekam was done swami materialized a huge medallion mm-hmm. okay which was in metal mm-hmm. in it was embedded uh, this medal this uh, uh, stone a very precious looking stone okay and swami placed it on the forehead of the statue correct okay and it got stuck there mm. and one of the people in the audience was uh, dr bhagwantam uh-huh. you know a very eminent scientist mm. and for a moment he was wondering you know how did that metal stick on a metal that's true mm. you know you can think of any adhesive or any uh, mm. soft material sticking onto a metal but mm. how can a metal stick to a metal mm. and uh, he was just wondering and the discourse which swami gave after this abhishekam uh, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. you know swami said see some people are wondering like this and you know address <laughs> the same thought which was going past his mind mm. and swami said the one who has materialized this out of thin air mm. the one who has materialized so much vibhuti out of empty pot mm. cannot he make one metal stick on another metal <laughs> very true <laughs> <laughs> you know you just forget that like you know when even when we were talking to venkatraman sir last time he said mm. that uh, the personality of swami dazzles you mm. and sometimes you don't see what is the obvious correct very no, true you don't see past the glamour of that personality to the message which swami has brought i think it was you who mentioned in one of our earlier discussions that uh, when a journalist came to swami and um, I think Swami was in Chennai or Mumbai somewhere mm-hmm. and uh, he uh, gave a letter Swami I want to speak to you and ask you a couple of right, questions. Right. Yeah. Actually it was a, a journalist by name Janardhan Thakur. Okay. Who happened to fly in the same flight with Swami. Oh okay okay yes yes that's right. From I think Hyderabad to ba- uh, mm-hmm. Bangalore or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And right uh, that is when he walked up to Swami and said I would like to have a I would like to have a discussion right. with you and then when he actually came to Vrindavan Swami called him for an interview. and then um, coming in close proximity with swami he was absolutely transformed and he was spellbound and then he asked swami why do you allow people to talk negative about you why are you not responding why are you not uh, retaliating to that and the answer which swami gave is um, you know they are trying to understand me with their mind which is limited i am beyond the mind right you know <laughs> Well, that's the only thing which we have to try to understand. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. And um, how beautiful it is. Uh, you know, again, the whole concept of Swami in form and right in front of you is actually representation of the Atman inside us. Right. Is actually representative of the divine power and principle inside us. That ma- divine principle is manifested in front of us as Swami. And it is actually like spoon feeding for all of us who have really been devotees of Swami. He has given us that sakshatkar, that experience 
of being one with uh, the atman and for those who have not known swami or any god for that matter the journey is uh, towards an abstract entity called god i i just guess that our path is much more sweeter and more enjoyable you know it's remind uh, i'm reminded of that incident which happened with the professor kasturi very mm-hmm. beautiful mm-hmm. during one of the new years mm-hmm. you know he gets a postcard a greeting card mm-hmm. a new year greeting and when he opens it it's a poem written by swami okay written by swami <laughs> and has been posted to his name in in prashantinilayam mm. and where is swami living mm. just the next building <laughs> you know kasturi is staying in east prashanti and swami is staying in the mandir swami is, is in prashantinilayam <laughs> but you know you can imagine the joy that he had because swami would have sent it through somebody mm. to bukapatnam to be posted mm. in bukapatnam he could mm. see the seal and all that mm. so that he reaches him on new year day morning so sweet <laughs> when swami could have actually handed him handed to him you know and when i heard this incident it just strikes me that that's mm. what swami has done to I mean, come to do correct that swami was actually within us mm. who has always been with us and is mm. still with us mm. the joy he gives when he comes out of us and is and we are able to commune with him that's true you know the thrill mm. must have been the same thrill which kasturi found when he found a a postcard coming to him from swami see uh, what swami give gave to his de- devotees and to people who came in contact with him each one commensurate with what they require and um, at that point of time at that stage of in life he always guided them and gave them what will spiritually you know uplift them what will take them further you know the story of uh, one of our professor's father who was uh, regularly doing meditation right and um, i believe he would get up early in the morning and for uh, for so many years he would do meditation in the morning and then um, he was a very calm and a very reserved person and a, a sincere seeker spiritual seeker and one day swami walks up to him and says how long will you be in uh, kindergarten <laughs> how long will you be in kindergarten he was totally taken aback and he asked swami um, i am doing meditation every day swami said stop all that Then Swami, what should I do? Swami says, come to the veranda, put a chair comfortably, sit there in the veranda, on the veranda, and whomever you see passing by, just look at them and say, you and I are one. The Atman in you and the Atman in me is one and the same. Just do that. I mean, uh, he was, I think, ready for such a message. <laughs> so uh, as long as we are ready with only annamaya kosha swami will come and ask you how big was the idli how many idlis did you have what did you have for breakfast this that and then uh, somebody who is a uh, earnest spiritual seeker he gives him the ultimate wisdom right and and i think it's also a way of swami's uh, testing how serious you are that's the you point know, when you're mm. sitting and really wanting something spiritual from swami swami might come and do this you know come <laughs> and ask you how is your wife mm-hmm. you know mm. ask a person who is taken mm. to mm. being a bachelor all his life swami ask how is your wife or you know ask some things like that mm. you know such things keep happening uh, with swami mm. <laughs> that's also there very true i think this discourse is really filled with lot of gems Why don't we just go to the clip right. and see what Swami has got to say? Then we yes, can. Yes, we'll listen to that clip and we'll also make a mention of few other things we heard from the previous clips also. That's true. Atmaku, at ahankaram ne ko undi ne vetya asman ko na manam gottin chali. We have to recognize the difference that exists between atma and ahankara ego. Idi atma undiye avir bhavinchi. It emanates from atma. 
ఈ ఆత్మ నుండియే తలంపు బయలుదేరింది ద థాట్ కమ్స్ ఫ్రమ్ ఆత్మ ఈ తలంపు నుండియే వాకు వచ్చింది ఫ్రమ్ దిస్ థాట్ ద వర్డ్ హెస్ కమ్ ఏతా వాత వాకు తలంపు అహంకారము ఈ మూడు కూడాను ఆత్మ సంబంధమైనటువంటి యొక్క కుటుంబమే ద వర్డ్ ద థాట్ ఆత్మకుండ్రాండ్సన్ this great grandson this world is a great great grandson of atma grandson great grandson some father ivanta oka kutumbaniki cheyinatundi vaaru kada great grandson grandson son and father all belong to one family ee ahankaram anetundi kevalam ochi potu untuntadi this ego is one which appears and disappears raakapokalato kudinatundi ahankaram it is associated with coming and going raakapokalu lenatundi aatma tattvam the principle of aatma neither comes nor goes it stays continuously kanuka aatmaku ahankaramulu kudinatundi vetyasanni gurtinchalante manam ahankaranni ego 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 antam idi chaala tappu padam to describe the ahankara with ego is wrong అహంకారమనగా కేవలం శరీరక సంబంధించిన అహంకారం అనేటువంటిగా భావిస్తున్నారు కాదు దేహమే నేను అనేటువంటి భ్రాంతియే నిజమైన అహంకారం ది ఫీలింగ్ దాట్ యుఆర్ ది బాడీ దిస్ ఇస్ రియల్ అహంకారం ధనమును పట్టి గుణమును పట్టి కులమును పట్టి విద్యను పట్టి వచ్చేటువంటి అహంకారము అది అహంకారం కాదు కేవలం ఒట్టి భ్రమ ద ఈగో దట్ కమ్స్ ఆన్ ద బేసిస్ ఆఫ్ యువర్ వెల్త్ your qualities your scholarship it is only a a type of delusion e dharmam juchi ni ahankara padutunnava antaru aa dharmam juchi ahankaram kaachalu padedi brava padutunnadu on the basis of the wealth that you have are you egoistic who say nee vidyanu juchi nenu goppa vidyavantudanu anukuntunnavu idi kevalu otti brama ga untundadi considering yourself as a great man on the basis of religion ahankaram ani cheppakoddu that should not be called really ahankara gariki vidya undi kudanu ee vidhamaintundi brahma lekunda undachu there may be some people who may have education but brahma undi kudanu ee yokka brahma lekunda undachu with wealth there may not be the delusion of the kaani andari yendu samanga ahankaram anetundi untundi but all people have equally this ahankara anaga dehame nenu dehame nenu anetundi yokka idi bhavam undatam chethane adini ahankaram anetundi swarupam darinchindi the feeling that i am the body i am the body confers this ahankara on you kanuka ee ahankaram anetundi buddhini aavarinchatam chetha aneka vidhamulenatundi yokka pedamargam pattistuntadi dehanni the intelligence will be putting the body into wrong path because it is enveloped by ahankara kanuka ee buddhi anetundi daniki shraddhanu develop chesukovalanukunte ee ahankaranni motta motta manam nirmoolam cheyali destroy the ahankara if you want to make your intelligence develop shraddha inka rendavadi ee pachiku undinatundi inka kudu prakka rutam the right wing of this bird intelligence is rutam 
ఋతము అనగా సర్వసామాన్యంగా వేదాంతమునందు సత్యము అని చెప్తూ వచ్చారు యూజువలీ ఇన్ ది కామన్ బ్యాలెన్స్ వై డిస్క్రైబ్ స్పీకింగ్ అబౌట్ వేదాంత ఋత ఇస్ టేకన్ యాజ్ ట్రూత్ సత్యం రుజుమార్గమును చూపేటువంటిదే ఋతము అని షోయింగ్ ద ప్రాపర్ అండ్ రైట్ పాత్ దట్ ఈస్ ఋత అయితే సత్యమునకును ఋతమునకును వ్యత్యాసం ఉంటున్నది there is a difference between satya truth satyame rutamu rutame satyam ani chepparadu it is wrong to say satyam as rutam and rutam as satyam maatato cheppinatundi danni chetito cheyatamu chetito chesinatundi danni maatato cheppatamu idi satyam it is truth when you do something and speak out what you have done when you tell something uh, and also do the same thing aide rutam anetundi adhikaru rutam refers to something else manasulo puttinadanni maatalo cheppatamu maatalo cheppinadanni chethito cheyatamu idi trigunaatmakamainatundi tattvam tho koodinatundi ganaka deeniki rutamu annaru rutam is associated with three instruments the thought the word and deed rutam anetundi manasuku sambandhamainadani సత్యమైనటువంటిది లౌకిక సంబంధమైనటువంటిదని దీనిని నిర్ణయించుకోవచ్చు వీ కెన్ జస్ట్ ఏ దట్ రుత్వం ఈజ్ అసోసియేటెడ్ విత్ ద మైండ్ అండ్ సత్యం ఈజ్ అసోసియేటెడ్ విత్ ద బాడీ సత్యం సత్యమైనటువంటిది త్రికాల భాద్యం అంటారు దట్ ఈస్ వై ట్రూత్ ఈస్ కాల్ కానీ ఇది త్రికాల భాద్యం కావచ్చు ఇట్ ఈస్ అసోసియేటెడ్ విత్ త్రీ టైమ్స్ త్రికాల కానీ త్రిలోక భాద్యం రుతం బట్ rutam is associated with the three worlds anaga manasnandu vaakunandu kriyandu ekatvani pondeyatundi rutam kanukane rutamu anetundi kodanu satyamu anetundi kodanu ee rendu rekkalu cheriyatundi ayinappude mana yokka buddhi sariyaina pristhitiga untadi kanuka shraddha undinanta maatramana prayojanam ledhu ee shraddhaku ee ruta satyamulu kodanu ekam kavali ee buddhi ante samanyamaina buddhi ga mana bhavintaradu the ordinary intelligence is not the one referred to here rutam satyamato kodinatundide ee yokka buddhi intelligence to be correct must be associated with shraddha rutam and satyam aithe deeniki toka vere untundadi it has also one tail ee toka endu kosam why is this tail rekkalanu samanvaya parche nimittamai balance sariga pette kosam ee toka atyavasaram this tail is necessary in order to bring about balance between two wings ruta satyamanu ee jagatunandu kriyaroopamulo prasarimpa cheyadaniki ee yokka yogamu anetundi toka avasaram the tail of yoga is necessary for making man practice rutam and satyam in daily life లౌకిక జగత్తు నందు ఎయిర్ప్లైన్ మనం చూస్తుంటాం ఏరోప్లైన్ దీనికి రెండు రెక్కలు ఉంటుంటాయి ఇట్ హాస్ టూ వింగ్స్ కానీ రెండు రెక్కలతో మాత్రమే ఈ ఏరోప్లైన్ పరిగెత్తదు బట్ ఈ ఏరోప్లైన్ విల్ నాట్ బి ఏబుల్ టు ఫ్లై ఈ రెండు లెక్కలకు సమన్వయపరిచేటువంటి తోక కూడా ఒకటి ఉండాలి ఇట్ మస్ట్ హ్యావ్ ఎ టెయిల్ విచ్ కెన్ బ్రింగ్ అబౌట్ బ్యాలెన్స్ ద్వారానే మధ్యనున్నటువంటి యొక్క దేహము బ్యాలెన్స్ లో ఉంటుంటాయి the body in the midst of all these three will enjoy balance only when you have got all these three ee plane lopala kuchunnapudu meer chucharo ledo while sitting in the plane i, I don't know whether you see ekesamelo oka rekka konchumu kinda padutundi oka rekka paiki potundi while going up 
ఆధ్యాత్మిక మార్గంలో మనం విచారణ సలిపేటప్పుడు రుతం ముందు వస్తుంది సత్యం దాని వెంట పడుతుంది వెన్ యూ ఆర్ లుకింగ్ ఇన్ టు అండ్ ఎన్క్వైరింగ్ ఇన్ టు స్పిరిచువల్ వరల్డ్ అన్ని రకములైనటువంటి యొక్క బ్యాలెన్స్ కూడా సరైనటువంటి రీతిగా ఉండినప్పుడే ఇది బుద్ధి ఇది బుద్ధిగా రూపొందుతుంది ఇంటెలిజెన్స్ విల్ బి రియలీ ఏబుల్ టు ఫంక్షన్ యాజ్ ఇంటెలిజెన్స్ వెన్ దెర్ ఇస్ అ బ్యాలెన్స్ అండ్ ఈక్వలిబ్రియం ఇన్ ఆల్ దీస్ ఆస్పెక్ట్స్ కేవలము రుతము సత్యము యోగము లేకుండా పోతే ఇది కేవలము ఇది బుద్ధే కాదు you cannot call that intelligence at all if it is not associated with rhythm satyam and yoga ee yogam ante emiti what do you mean by yoga ee kriya yogama is it kriya yoga leka hatha yogama hatha yoga leka raja yogama raja yoga ye yogam idi ye yogamu kaadu yogam anaga emiti aasanalu veyatame yogamu kaadu idi kevalamu oka vidhamaina physical idi training oka vidhamaina kasrat now the yoga which is normally understood refers to physical exercise is not real yoga at all ivanni kevalam dehanni poshinche nimittam yerpadinatuntivi all these are given to maintain the body nijamaina yogam enti yogaha chitta vrutti nirodakaha mana indriyamunu arikettinatuntivi yogame nijamaina yogam real yoga is one which controls the senses Wow! <laughs> that's when you listen to clips like this, you hope that Swami was part of Shravana Mananamuji Dhyastam. Very true. Very sitting true. with us in our studio. You know, we really hope we could uh, ask Swami directly what Swami was saying there and get some more clarity. But very beautifully how Swami brings in the concept of balance between Satyam and Ritam. And it also links back to what uh, Professor Venkat Raman was trying to explain to us last time. That... Um, you know yes the spiritual truth is important but there is an empirical reality of how you go about life in day to day you know affairs like you respect one lady as your mother you uh, consider one lady as your wife and one girl as your daughter so he says yes all are atman everybody is one and the same but as far as empirical reality comes in um, into effect that's what swami is saying here is like there are two wings one is satyam one is ritam so in terms of satyam there is a mother there is a wife and there is a daughter but in terms of ritam all are one and the same <laughs> I mean, you know, when, I, when i just hear, hear this clip I, i don't know i might be com- getting it completely wrong it's mm-hmm. i'm just doing a guesswork mm-hmm. one thing which stands out in comparison between ritam and satyam swami is saying satyam is when you do what you speak yeah or you speak what you've done or what you've seen satyam right that satyam, satyam. Yeah. swami is saying that is basically factual reporting very true that's what swami says that's what swami saying rhythm is where there is a coordination of thought word and deed harmony of hmm. so in a sense if you see the rhythm actually has an aspect which is only to yourself mm-hmm. you know i can have a nice smile on my face and mm. tell pleasant things to you mm. you will think that i'm telling the truth mm. okay but when it comes to rhythm it's a very very personalized and mm. only i know whether i am following that rhythm 
Very, because very only I know my thought, word, and deed. Correct, you know, correct. Of course, Swami mm. knows. But mm. in in your relationship, mm. and you know, if you practically break it down, mm-hmm. Swami is talking about satyam and rithyam, and very beautiful. You know, the analogy of the plane. Where Swami <laughs> is saying that when a plane lands, one wing tilts. When a plane takes off, the other mm. wing is tilting. Mm. You know, and Swami uh, breaking it down to us, he says that for the worldly approach. Mm-hmm. the wing of satyam comes, comes first forward. Hmm. and in the spiritual realm it is rhythm correct you know practically looking at it it, it appears to me like this and mm-hmm. uh, please be free to correct me if i'm wrong it, it mm-hmm. is like in your day to day relationship with anybody when you're interacting with somebody mm-hmm. you know the biblical adage which mm-hmm. says do unto others what you wish others to do unto you true you know that is where this comes that satyam. is a satyam you know you want to be good to others you want to be righteous to others you want to be uh, following things which you want others to do to you correct okay? mm. but if you t- look at spirituality spirituality is always how you take things that happen to you mm. you know suppose you are going to come and talk rudely to me mm-hmm. how i react to that is actually my spiritual level very true mm. so that brings in the idea of thought mm. so what is my thinking process so that is where rhythm comes You know, am I just telling that no, no, I don't mind you t- talking to me, and am I disturbed by mind? Mm. So that is where the spiritual aspect, when Swami says, is relating to rhythm, mm. is a much more deeper thing, and where the witness is only yourself, mm. where you alone can judge. Only you and God are the judge for that. You know, uh, just a very, I don't know, it's just an example that came to my mind. Like for example, two friends are talking. one friend is really doing very well in something and this fellow is burning with jealousy okay on the face of it he's telling him oh you're doing fantastic you're doing wonderful he's telling the satyam he's telling the truth but inside he's burning with jealousy so he is not right as far as rhythm is concerned so right. because there is no harmony of thought word and deed absolutely i mean uh, just for lip service you're saying oh he, it's it's a fact that your friend is doing well and you're just talking to him and saying oh you're doing fantastic but if you're burning with jealousy inside then it's not rhythm right you know it's very beautiful you know uh, the way swami has put it mm. it's a little confusing but you know I, i'm sure that's the beauty of the message of the master mm. you know it is there for you to absorb you just have to uh, roll it over in the mind Mm. and you know that's something which uh, venkatraman sir mentioned in in the first session he had with us mm-hmm. the levels of purity different levels of purity that's right mm. said, because one thing which swami used to tell you know when some boys used to go up to swami and say swami i'm having bad thoughts mm-hmm. one of the things which swami used to tell is it's okay just make sure that it doesn't come to the action mm. you know that's one level of purity correct where you make sure that your bad thought doesn't affect the people around you correct or even does not affect yourself also right but the highest level of purity which swami wants is that purity which is there in the action level also comes to the thought level where yeah. the bad thought doesn't arise at all arise at all my god <laughs> and that's why swami is saying from satyam to rhythm mm. and that is also what swami is mentioning in the name of uh, you know when swami is explaining ahankara in the first part mm-hmm. swami is saying that we often mix body consciousness brahma, which is actually brahma, ahankara brahma right with mm. pride which comes with wealth and acquisition money of, and yeah. this one because mm. that's a very uh, profound point because you know we always think that a humble person is mm. a person bereft of ahankara mm. very true very true yeah but swami is making a very clear point <laughs> that you know you can be humble that's what mm. swami is saying mm. that there are people who have wealth who have knowledge who have learning mm. but are not proud of it 
Mm. No, that's a sign of humility. That's a sign, not uh, the absence of ahankara. I'm wow. saying that still you can have ahankara because <laughs> that is something which is so related to the he body. He says, he says, considering yourself as the body is ahankara. Right. My God, <laughs> what a definition! <laughs> I'm saying that is what influences the buddhi, the clouds the buddhi. Very beautiful, very beautiful. So I think uh, three points, if mm. we can just say there, Swami saying Satyam, mm-hmm. Ritam, and Shraddha. Mm-hmm. Those are the three things which influence the buddhi. Correct. It's almost like, uh, mm. of course, Ritam and Satyam, as we have told, mm-hmm. the two levels, the mental level and the physical level. Or mm-hmm. Swami says Sanganiti. Mm. That is also important, and the thought level mm. to which you and God alone are the witness. Mm. That is also important. It's just amazing. Like um, <laughs> we are coming to this level of buddhi, and um, how Swami has brought us through this. You know, from the body to the senses to the mind, and now to the buddhi. And really, it's so thrilling when you start seeing the interconnectivity. In fact. Um, when you talk of satyam and ritam these are concepts but when it actually translates into our life it comes out as a representation of different qualities like gunam like you have uh, anger hatred jealousy so if you do not have ritam then you are prone to having any of these arshad vargas that swami says that's why even in the gita i know it says there are two shlokas very beautifully it's like you know almost reiterating this entire hierarchy ध्यायतो विषयान पुंसह संगस्ते शूपजायते संगात संजायते कामह कामात क्रोधो विजायते सो इस इज फ्रॉम द सेंसेस यू गेट डिजायर फ्रॉम डिजायर यू गेट क्रोध और एंगर देन इस इज क्रोधात भवति सम्मोह फ्रॉम क्रोध एंगर यू गेट मोह दैट इज अटैचमेंट सम्मोह श्रुति विभ्रम दैट इज फ्रॉम मोह अटैचमेंट स्वामी सेज मोह इज आई एंड माइंड Smriti Vibrama, you forget the Shastras. Smriti Bhramshat Buddhi Nasho. Because the moment you forget uh, Shruti, you lose your Buddhi. Buddhi Nashat Pranashyati. <laughs> That's the ultimate. And I, 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 I don't know. It must be divine providence. Hmm. This is the second time we are mentioning this shloka. Hmm. Even in the morning discussion, we mentioned it. Oh, is it? <laughs> I feel it's a very uh, hmm. pertinent thing that Swami is drawing our attention to. Because it's a very beautiful way hmm. of... Hmm. linking the three, the different what we call arshad vargas you know exactly. swami says mm. it's in desire mm. when you have it when you have what you desire for it gives to loba you want correct. more of it correct when you don't have it it mm. gives rise to jealousy and jealousy leads to anger and anger <laughs> leads to all the other one yeah. leads to the other but um, coming back to ritam i'm sure uh, if there is this balance between satyam and ritam then there is no scope for any of these uh, bad qualities to come up right from the beginning because satyam you know it's again the concept your senses are seeing something and you believe what you're seeing that is satyam but rutam tells you that no this is illusionary <laughs> so the moment there is a balance between satyam and rutam then buddhi comes to force right i think that's <laughs> uh, that's what it uh, all sums up to very beautiful and i think <laughs> that's why when the maybe in in the way you've explained it when rhythm becomes supreme mm-hmm. where the satyam has no place mm. because only as long as you are in the phenomenal world observing and taking inputs through the senses mm-hmm. and giving out impressions through mm-hmm. the senses mm-hmm. i think satyam has any relevance mm-hmm. when you're completely immersed in the idea that you're not this body mm-hmm. i think there is 
Ahankara is not there and Swami you know initially Swami gives the whole hierarchy and the, mm. the family line yeah yeah uh, <laughs> you know where Swami says the uh, Atma is the senior most senior grandfather and the, and the son of that is Ahankara Ahankara gives rise to Vak uh, Vak speech right so the moment you remove the Ahankara I think the question of Satyam is not there because you're talking of the unity of what is said and what is done and in fact, what uh, is uh, spoken in fact very beautifully nisargadatta maharaj says this mm-hmm. so they ask him see we are talking i am talking you are also talking what's the difference then he says uh, okay let me explain to you in a different way do you have control over your respiration and over your heartbeat mm-hmm. you don't you just leave it and nature takes care of it just as you leave that heartbeat and your respiration for the body to take care i leave even words and actions to the body mm-hmm. he says you think that you are speaking and you are acting but i know that my body is speaking and acting so words happen actions happen i am not doing them <laughs> i mean so because he is given up the body attachment he has no ahankara mm-hmm. So when he has no ahankara his words his actions are all spontaneous they are absolutely spontaneous directly guided by atman directed through buddhi <laughs> so he he says you people take ownership of your words and actions so you are caught up in this for me just as you don't take care of respiration and your heartbeat i don't consider that i am the one who is speaking i am the one who is doing I mean, <laughs> you know, it's all very nice to hear, but <laughs> you know, in a in a conversation Swami had with the devotee, I was just going through it some time back. Mm-hmm. There, you know, the devotee asked Swami, "What is my relationship with God?" Mm-hmm. And Swami straight answer, Swami says, "You are God." <laughs> and you know, the devotee is a little taken back. He said, "Swami, you mean to say I am God?" Mm-hmm. He said, "Yeah, mm-hmm. but what about this body mm-hmm. and all the other people around?" He mm-hmm. said, "It's all illusion." <laughs> okay. and this person says swami how can you say it's an illusion i am seeing it i am mm. living through it mm. how is it an illusion mm. how can you tell me that i am not this body mm. so he says that is a truth mm. you are not this body and then mm. swami goes on to say that let us say that there are different bulbs mm-hmm. okay and each bulb is of a different size the color of light the bulb gives out is different mm-hmm. the voltage is different mm-hmm. okay but the same current passes through the bulb you know is an analogy which swami has given so many times correct Swami said, "Right now, mm-hmm. you are thinking that you are the bulb with such and such a voltage giving out such and such a light." Correct. Mm-hmm. I am trying to tell you, you are not the bulb; you are the current. Wow. <laughs> and he says, the moment you think that you are the current, you will never bother about the difference in the light and the difference in the size of the bulb. Mm. He said, because you are not able to accept the fact that you are God, you are asking about the body. Mm. I mean, what is this creation all about, man? <laughs> so God creates this uh, creation, and then He wants you to realize back that oneness with Him. It's just like a game, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think you know the most uh, complicated video game <laughs> <laughs> ever. So I think uh, we can go to the next clip. Yes, we'll listen to the next clip in this discourse. I'm really uh, wondering what Swami is going to tell <laughs> in this next clip. The game is getting tougher and tougher now. That's right. ఈ యోగం అనేటువంటిదే తోక దాట్ ఇస్ ది టైల్ ఈ యోగంతో కూడినప్పుడే బుద్ధి సరి అయిన మార్గంలో నడుస్తుంది ద ఇంటెలిజెన్స్ విల్ బి ఏబుల్ టు ఫంక్షన్ ప్రాపర్లీ ఓన్లీ వెన్ ఇట్ ఇస్ అసోసియేటెడ్ విత్ తెలివితేటలతో మేధాశక్తితో కూడినటువంటి వాడిని వీడు చాలా బుద్ధిమంతుడప్ప అంటారు ఇది బుద్ధిమంతుడు కాదు ఇది 
usually to describe a person who has got some cleverness intelligence and some kind of meters as a very intelligent person it is not proper at all idi telivi vantudu kavachu he may have akada buddhi upayogincharadu it is not proper to use the word buddhi or intelligence there deni upayoginchalante ekkada upayoginchali telivi or antar sambandhamainatvanti yokka shraddha satyamu rutamu yogamu ee yokka mahattattamu ee aidinti yokka cherikinte samayam nande deeniki buddhi ani upayoginchavachu you can call that buddhi or intelligence only when it is associated with shraddha satyam rutam and yogam and mahasik mahat yokka yogam undinappadikini madhyalo deham untundadi adi mahattaramaina tattvam mahattattamu ani and that body which comes in the midst of all this mahat anaga goppa ani artham mahat refers to great తత్వము అనగా రెండింటినీ గుర్తించినటువంటిది అని తత్వము ఈజ్ మీన్స్ వన్ విచ్ అండర్స్టాండ్స్ అందువల్లే మహామంత్రములు ఎందు తత్వం అసి అన్నారు ఇన్ తత్వం అసి అదే నేను అన్నాడు ఇన్ మహత్తత్వ ఇట్ ఇస్ సెట్ తత్వం అసి అనగా ఈ సర్వశక్తితో కూడినటువంటి యొక్క దివ్యత్వమే నేను అనేటువంటి యొక్క తత్వమే మహత్తత్వం ది మహత్తత్వం రెఫర్స్ టు ఐడెంటిఫైయింగ్ వన్ సెల్ విత్ ది ఆల్ పవర్ఫుల్ ఆత్మ ద ప్రిన్సిపుల్ నేనే సత్ చిత్ ఆనందమును అనేటువంటిదే మహత్తత్వం ద రియల్ మహత్తత్వం ఈజ్ టెలింగ్ దట్ ఐఆమ్ సత్ చిత్ అండ్ ఆనంద స్వస్వరూప సందర్శన భాగ్యమే తత్వము and experiencing the real form and real nature of sandhaname tattvamu tattvam is swasvarupa sandhanam anaga tanevaru tanu gurtinchukotame idi oka sariyaina tattvamu the real tattvam is recognizing your real self anaga buddhi tanevaru tanu gurtinchukogalu adhe nijamaina buddhi real buddhi or intelligence is one which is able to understand కేవలం తెలివితేటలతో ప్రపంచాన్ని అంతా తెలుసుకున్నంత మాత్రమ వీడు బుద్ధిమంతుడు కాదు యూ కెనాట్ కాల్ ఎనీ పర్సన్ బుద్ధిమాన్ ఆర్ ఎన్ ఇంటెలిజెంట్ వన్ జస్ట్ బికాస్ హీ అండర్స్టాండ్ ది ఎక్స్టర్నల్ వరల్డ్ తనను తాను తెలుసుకున్నటువంటి వాడే బుద్ధిమంతుడు ఓన్లీ దట్ పర్సన్ హూ నోస్ హీ రియలీజ్ట్ వన్ ఇక్కడ బుద్ధి అనేటువంటి దానిని కేవలం సామాన్యమైనటువంటి యొక్క పేరుతో సామాన్యమైనటువంటి స్థితితో మనం అనుభవించరాదు who should not think that buddhi refers to this ordinary cleverness and such other things idi kevalamu aatmaku pratibimbam ane cheppavachu who can say that this buddhi is a reflection of aatma idi aatma yokka reaction ane cheppavachu you can say that this is a reaction of aatma idi aatma yokka రిఫ్లెక్షన్ అనే చెప్పవచ్చు యూ కెన్ సే దట్ దిస్ ఇస్ రిఫ్లెక్షన్ ఆఫ్ ఆత్మ ఇది ఆత్మ యొక్క రీసౌండ్ అనే చెప్పవచ్చు యూ కెన్ సే దట్ దిస్ ఇస్ రిసౌండ్ ఆఫ్ ఆత్మ కనుక రీసౌండ్ రిఫ్లెక్షన్ ఈ ఆత్మ యొక్క తత్వమే బుద్ధి యొక్క ప్రమాణం ద రియల్ ఇంటెలిజెన్స్ ఈజ్ ది రియాక్షన్ అండ్ రిఫ్లెక్షన్ అండ్ రిసౌండ్ ఆఫ్ ఆత్మ కనుక విద్యార్థులు ఈ విధమైనటువంటి బుద్ధి యొక్క రహస్యాన్ని చక్కగా తెలుసుకున్నప్పుడే నేను బుద్ధిమంతుడా లేక భ్రమతో కూడిన వాడా అని తనకు తానే నిర్ణయం చేసుకోవచ్చు ఓన్లీ అవుట్ ద స్టూడెంట్స్ అండర్స్టాండ్ 
the real nature of this intelligence in all its aspects one can tell oneself whether he is really intelligent first rank vachinanta matramana leka o grade vachinanta matramana nenu chaala telivitetagala vaadani bhavinchukochu telivitetalu undavachunu adi medha shakti ki sambandhinchinatvantidi now just because you get a first rank or o grade if you say that you are extremely intelligent well you have cleverness you have that intellect రామచంద్రుడు పద్నాలుగు సంవత్సరం అరణ్యవాసం చేసి శ్రీ అయోధ్యలో ప్రవేశించి ప్రవేశించిన తరువాత కైక తన దోషమును తాను గుర్తించి ఒంటరిగా ఉన్న సమయం నందు రాముని దగ్గరికి వెళ్ళి నాయన నా వల్లనే నీకిన్ని కష్టములు కలిగింది నీవు సాక్షాత్ భగవంతుడవని తెలిసి కూడాను నా విషయవాసన చేత నా అభిమానం చేత నా మమకారం చేత నిన్ను ఈ విధమైనటువంటి కష్టములు గురి చేస్తుంది నాయన ఈ పరిహారార్థమై నీవు ఏదైనా ఒక చక్కని ఉపదేశం చేసి నా యొక్క ఈ పాపును క్షీణింపచేయమని చెప్పిని కోరింది after rama returned from exile kaike was highly repentant she went to rama at appropriate time and asked him i have sinned i have caused you untold troubles let me repent and expiate for what sins whatever sins i have committed ramulu direct ga cheppakunda indirect ga aneka rakamaina margamu chupinchinadu rama conveyed the various methods ఇది అనాది కాలం నుండి అవతారం యొక్క రహస్యమే ఇది ఏది డైరెక్ట్ గా చెప్పటం లేదు అవతారం కొన్ని మాత్రమే చెప్పవచ్చును కానీ కొన్ని మాత్రం ఇండైరెక్ట్ గా చెప్తూ వస్తుంటారు రైట్ ఫ్రమ్ ఏన్షియన్ డేస్ అవతార్స్ నెవర్ టెల్ ఎనిథింగ్ డైరెక్ట్లీ మోస్ట్ ఆఫ్ ది థింగ్స్ దే కన్వే ఇండైరెక్ట్లీ ఓన్లీ కారణమేమనగా మానవత్వం నుండే ఒక దివ్యత్వం ఉన్నది కనుక ఆ దివ్యత్వాన్ని మేలుకొల్పి ఆ దివ్యత్వం ద్వారానే తాను గుర్తించడానికి ప్రయత్నించాలి ద రీజన్ ఈస్ ఇన్ ఎవ్రీ హ్యూమన్ బీయింగ్ దేర్ ఇస్ డివినిటీ బేసికలీ ఇన్ ఆర్డర్ దట్ డివినిటీ మేనిఫెస్ట్ అన్నీ డైరెక్ట్ గానే చెప్తూ చెప్తూ పోతుంటే తన యొక్క దివ్యత్వాన్ని తాను ఏమాత్రం కూడా అర్థం చేసుకోలేడు వెన్ ఇట్ ఈస్ టోల్డ్ డైరెక్ట్లీ వన్ వుడ్ నాట్ బి ఏబుల్ టు అండర్స్టాండ్ అర్థం చేసుకునేటువంటి స్వాతంత్రం కూడా అతనికి అందించే నిమిత్తమే ఇండైరెక్ట్ గా చెప్తుంటాడు in order to give that capacity and that freedom to understand his own real divinity things are conveyed indirectly ikkada amma neeku upadesham chestaru kaani tarinadi tiramulaku velli snanam chesi akkada chuttu emaina untundayemo chuchi avi em chestunnayo chuchukuni ram annadu mother well i will teach you the necessary things but go to river sarayu have a bath ame ఈనాడు గొప్ప ఉపదేశం అందుకోగలుగుతున్నాను నా కుమారుడైనటువంటి రామచంద్రమూర్తి ద్వారా అని చాలా ఆనందపడి తన చెలికత్తెలతో సరియు నదికి పోయింది స్నానం చేసింది చుట్టూ చూసింది ఏమిటుండాయని కానీ అక్కడ అంత గొర్రెలు ఉంటున్నాయి goats and sheep chuchindi 
చూసేటప్పటికీ ఎక్కడ చూసినా కానీ మే 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 అని అరుస్తున్నాయి ఈ గొర్రెలు ఈ మేకలు ది షీప్ అండ్ దిస్ గోడ్స్ వర్ మేకింగ్ ది సౌండ్ మే మే వచ్చింది పాపం అమ్మా మీరు స్నానం చేశారా చేశారు సరైనది వద్దున ఏమి జీవిస్తున్నాయి ఏ యొక్క మృగములు ఉన్నాయి ఏ మనుషులు ఉంటున్నారు చెప్పమన్నాడు కైకే రిటర్న్ రామాస్క్ మదర్ డిడ్ యూ హ్యావ్ యువర్ బాక్ వాట్ డిడ్ యూ ఫైండ్ వాట్ ఎనిమల్ డిడ్ యూ ఫైండ్ ఆయన గొర్రెలు మేకలు పచ్చిగడ్డిని వేస్తున్నాయన్నాడు అండ్ సీసెట్ వెల్ దిస్ గోడ్స్ అండ్ షీప్ వర్ గ్రేజింగ్ అవి ఏ విధంగా శబ్దం చేస్తున్నాయన్నాడు వాట్ సౌండ్ వర్ ద ప్రొడ్యూసింగ్ మదర్ దాని స్వభావమే కదా మే 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 అని అరుస్తున్నాయన్నాడు ఇట్ ఇస్ దర్ నేచర్ టు ఏమిటి అన్నాడు కనుక నీవు మానవుడైపోయి నీవు నేనెవరు అనేటువంటి దాన్ని గుర్తించుకోలేకపోతే నీవు గొరితో సమానమే అన్నాడు ఈవెన్ ది షీప్ గోన్ ఆస్కింగ్ Uh, if you are not in a position to know put the question to yourself to know ee naadu nene evaru anetundi prashna maatram vesukonakunda nee evaru atane evaru itane evaru ani prashna vesthunte veeranta gorrulto samaname today if you don't put a question to yourself as to who you really are and are interested in knowing who the other person is prashna vesko who am i in the first instance put the question to yourself who am i can i get better than that <laughs> wow man there no mood to stop that flow <laughs> beautiful really where <laughs> to start where to he oh starts with mahat tatva right. you know when swami was initially talking about the body of mahat tatva i was wondering what is it going to be what is it going to be so much of suspense was built in then he says it is actually tatva masi that uh, concept that i am that that is at the heart of buddhi that right. is the main body of buddhi so just recapitulating the head is shraddha the two wings are satyam and ritam the main body is mahat tatvam and the tail is yoga yoga <laughs> <laughs> swami says that what that which gives balance is yoga hmm. yoga chitta chitta vriddhi nirotaka the control of senses mm-hmm. and the mind is what gives you balance and swami starts with that in fact ended with that in the last clip mm-hmm. and this mahat tatvam and you know how beautifully swami says what is that tatvam mm. tatvam is nothing but tat tvam mm. the unity of that and this <laughs> which is nothing but advaita and he says that is the essence mm. and you know it's a very beautiful thing in other discourses of swami also you know this is something which will keep coming back mm-hmm. where swami is saying see the reality or the truth is that mm. you know you're not different from god you're not different from anything around you mm-hmm. you may or may not know it in the intellectual level mm. you know but if at all any time there is a doubt mm-hmm. that is where you have to go back to mm. you know that's a truth which is given to you that's mm. what swami would say swami starts the divine discourse with by saying that divyatva swarupalara because mm. that's the you know some and bonum of whatever swami is going to talk mm. so it is like you know whether you're mentally accepted that and you're re- living in that state but you can always go back to that reality whenever mm. you have doubt and that's what swami is saying that mahatatva is the body you know that's the sustenance for the whole bird mm. you know the whole system is there actually in the bird you know there are two points that swami makes here which are very beautiful one is he differentiates between buddhi 
భగవాన్ but the more and more i think about it it exactly fits into these two <laughs> you know it's like defining that experience these two sentences define that experience basically it's something very simple because after my masters in bioscience i was asking swami even while uh, just before joining masters after bsc bioscience uh, i asked swami swami says do medicine and then i was ready to do i said swami if you want me to if you bless me to do medical i'm ready to do inside me i was really not keen to leave swami and go very frankly speaking right. but swami was saying do medicine so i said swami if you want i will do then swami in fact uh, went to the extent of calling one of the professors and saying you be his guide and this and that so then um, when swami was talking he said um, I told Swami, Swami, there is even Masters. MSc Bioscience is also there. Ah, you do MSc. After that, oh you do, do MBBS. That is the correct age, okay. Swami is saying. After MSc, you do MBBS. That is the correct age. I said, okay, whatever it is, first let me have this next two years with Bhagawan. So, we had uh, finished, completed my MSc. And um, in one of those interactions, Swami said, um, what happened to MBBS? You wanted to do MBBS? later my mother had just told me that she was having a desire that if this fellow becomes a doctor possibly you know he can treat patients with uh, a lot of patience mm-hmm. so that thought of my mother was reflected in swami says here also reflection reaction resound everything so swami actually reflected that desire of my mother that i should become a doctor but inherently i was not i was ready for whatever swami told me and i wanted to stay with swami So the moment Swami said you wanted to do some MBBS what happened to all that then maybe I made a very clever statement <laughs> it's not one I just told Swami Swami to undataniki evana chadutanu I said Swami in order to live with you I'm ready to study anything See, basically saying do MBBS right. and my inside I want to stay with Swami mm-hmm. so I put two and two together and I said Swami in order to stay with Swami I am ready to study anything then spontaneously the reply came Swami to undetani ki chadu avasrama do you need education do you need studies in order to stay with Swami on the worldly front it is true I mean Swami never saw how educated you are that doesn't take you close in fact he says that is all Maya <laughs> that Medha May is Maya but on the subtler level it is closeness to the Atma it's going towards Atma that he says that worldly knowledge and that worldly is not required <laughs> what is required is one with Buddhi only he can go closer to the Atma so that you know very indirectly swami said swami to undetaniki chadu avasrama that's an indirect statement saying you want to go closer to your atma you don't need all this education now having said that is studies required to be close to swami i think uh, in a sense yes swami if not for that bsc and msc we wouldn't have been with you but you know uh, having said that mm. 
when I joined in Brindavan, no, something mm-hmm. which all the teachers in Brindavan used to say, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate them for giving us that uh, perspective, mm-hmm. which is most important for us. Even mm-hmm. till today, I fall back on that. They would say that you know you have come here for the studies, mm-hmm. but remember you are here only for Swami. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, you are here only for Swami, mm-hmm. but the studies has brought you close to Swami. Mm-hmm. Pay it respects. That Correct. is due. Very true. You know, hmm. give it attention only because, hmm. but give it the second attention. <laughs> See, that is the balance between satyam and ritam. Absolutely. <laughs> See, satyam is you are a student. You are a student, so you have to study. The truth is, you should do well in your studies. Ritam is yes, you have come here for Swami, and you are so right. that balance. I mean, this concept of Buddha is just amazing. <laughs> If he had told only ritam is important. Then immediately everybody can just leave their jobs and go and sit in the forest and contemplate. I am the Atman. I am the Atman. I am the Atman. No, Satyam is equally important. Ritam is equally important, and it's so amazing. Uh, you know this balance which he says that is so important. And you know, talking of this, uh, the one who is intelligent, Meda Shakti and Buddhi is different. Mm. The, the classic example is that of Hastamalaka, you know, the disciple of Adi Shankara. Very true. His parents come to him, and mm. this is—he's mm. like a, a retarded boy. Mm. You know, He's—I think he's in his teens when his parents come to Adi Shankara is visiting a village. Mm-hmm. The parents of this boy come to Adi Shankara and say that mm. this is a child. He doesn't behave like the other children. Mm. You know, he's always lost and he's not eating properly. He's—he mm-hmm. plays in the mud like children and all that. Mm. You know, can you do something? Mm. No, I think they didn't. They had no idea that Adi Shankar was an Advaitin. Yeah, and he never spoke. I think he never spoke. He never spoke right. also mm. because he was like uh, living that life of a, a one-year-old who never spoke and mm. who never would do things like mm. boys of his age. Mm. So they go to him and say, uh, "Do something." Mm. So Adi Shankar calls this boy mm-hmm. and asks him in Sanskrit, "Who are you?" Mm. You know, and that is when he actually uh, sings out a huge couplet. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I cannot uh, <laughs> chant that. But he mm-hmm. says that I am not this body, which mm-hmm. is perishable. I am not this mind, mm-hmm. you know, which is nothing but a bundle of thoughts. And I am not this. I am not this. I am not this. Mm-hmm. And I am that pristine Atman. Bah. He says. Mm-hmm. And then he, Adi Shankar looks at these, his parents and he says, mm-hmm. you know, you, what fortune have you done to get mm-hmm. a child like him? And he names him Hastamalaka, mm-hmm. you know, which means mm-hmm. Amala means uh, gooseberry, mm-hmm. right? And amalaka is mm. actually a gooseberry. Mm-hmm. Hasta malaka means the gooseberry in your hand. Mm. How easy it is to eat the fruit which is there in your hand. Mm. That is how easy it is for him to understand the ultimate truth. Beautiful. So he names him Hasta malaka. <laughs> you know, again to the world he was a dull wit. He was a he was a retard. Mm. You know, he was stupid. Mm. But he had he was a buddhi one to do. In Swami's words, you know, he might not have been the the one with meda shakti in in the way we look at it. Correct. But he is full of buddhi and uh, is close to the Atman. The same thing is a case with you know the story of Jada Bharata and mm-hmm. you know Shrimad Bhagavatam, mm-hmm. where King Bharata is a very very righteous king mm-hmm. and he is known for his you know righteous living mm-hmm. as a king. And as the practice was those days, he goes into one aprastha and he takes right. sannyas, gives mm-hmm. up everything, and then he gets attached to a deer cub which he mm-hmm. saves. in the yeah, forest actually i think uh, what happens is hearing the roar of a lion right. the mother deer jumps across the stream and then giving birth to the child uh, who is still connected um, the mother passes away right so then he takes up the the hmm. deer and hmm. you know brings it up and without his knowledge he gets attached to that deer 
correct and at the moment of death he's actually thinking of the deer mm. the deer actually grows and you know it uh, runs away into the forest mm. but when he dies he thinks of the deer mm. in the next birth he is born as a deer correct but because of his spiritual practices mm. and his uh, orientation mm-hmm. he becomes a deer in an ashram Mm. and he's always near uh, the people who are chanting vedas and you know, are expounding spiritual texts mm-hmm. and then after that death he's born in a brahmin family mm. but born in a brahmin family he doesn't know how to chant vedas mm. he doesn't speak in the refined language mm. and they think that you know he's a curse on <laughs> the brahmin clan mm. he's not able to talk but internally mm. he has reached such a state mm. that he doesn't desire to express his knowledge in the form of you know talk and behavior <laughs> so he is named jada bharata the one who is like you know mm. jada means inert inert mm. but he is actually in the state where he says i don't need to be recognized as a learned one beautiful <laughs> no that's what swami says here <laughs> he goes tells kaikeyi god rama tells story, <laughs> my god <laughs> which ramayana you are going to find this i don't know <laughs> really what a beautiful story and and, and mm. as you said the way swami mm. starts it no mm. the characteristic of an avatar mm. is to not tell things directly directly mm. it's something which we can you know keep in our mind every time we read swami's words and listen to swami's discourses as that's what we discussed about the mm. aspect of nididhyasanam and mm. mananam mm. last week reading between the lines exactly you know that's such a such a virtue when you are a disciple to a master like you know swami and you know here um, very beautifully she comes mother kaikeyi comes and asks for forgiveness she says see i have wronged you and the only medicine or the panacea for such a uh, fault of hers is to realize her herself <laughs> is to realize the truth of who she is means the moment she uh, realizes that we are actually one she is one with the lord then automatically uh, she knows that this is all, all a game <laughs> this is all a drama So she is going and asking Lord Rama for forgiveness, and he says, "You go and hear to the sheep and goat, me, me, me." And another standard sentence which Swami makes here is, you know, uh, again going back to that buddhi and intelligence. Mm-hmm. Swami is saying there is only one difference: that meda or intelligence can decipher what is outside, mm. but buddhi is that which can understand itself. Mm. You know the ability to know yourself, and mm-hmm. that's why Swami says, "Who am I? Who am I? Mm. Are you asking that question?" Because that is what distinguishes you from. He's saying that even the bleating goats are saying, <laughs> "They are asking, asking that question." Who am I? Who am I? But mm. aren't you asking this question? Mm. <laughs> it's all really very nice to speak about, but uh, again, I think that balance between satyam and rhythm. is so important even when uh, professor venkatraman was explaining last time about empirical reality and uh, actual reality i was still having some kind of uh, questions but now it is absolutely clear buddhi really has to be balanced between empirical reality and the absolute truth that is rhythm so only then <laughs> it it can be defined as buddhi right <laughs> and it has to have the sustenance from the body which is the mahat tatva hmm and it has to have the direction and the balance of yoga of yoga which is control uh, of the says, mind he uh, says yoga is control of the mind and that actually gives balance to the entire bird <laughs> that's amazing kasrat he uses the word kasrat is actually exercise okay uh, mm-hmm. you know you do yoga hatha yoga and uh, uh, that is very good to discipline the body and to divert your you know the science of yoga is so beautiful how it slowly diverts your mind 
and uh, concentrates it on one point and so it focuses and then the you know subtle connection between prana and the mind is very beautiful it's very scientific but he says it all amounts to only exercise it's also an ex- expression of shraddha mm. like you know when you take to the spiritual path mm-hmm. there is nothing but earnestness to start with mm. so yoga as asanas is mm. a physical expression of that shraddha correct like you know mm. automatically you cannot go to the state of controlling the mind and mm. uh, being still and thoughtless and mm. ritam and satyam maybe <laughs> to start with it's good to say sit straight and get up early in the morning and do these very things very true i mean um, very frankly how many people in the world would have got an explanation like this so crystal clear you read any of the spiritual literature you are not going to get it as clear as what swami has just given you know for that matter yoga vashishtam tripura rasyam and uh, you know the viveka chudamani all of them deal with the same concept with the same truth the ultimate truth but nobody has given it the way swami has <laughs> i think we should just do nothing but express a gratitude to swami for that and that also brings us to the end of this week's program dear listeners as we've said you know after the playing the first clip and the second clip you know very very profound clips so we might have made a lot of mistakes in our understanding of this we would love to know what you think of some of these points which swami has made and that will definitely help our understanding and also by way of sharing it with all the other listeners it will definitely uh, be a growth together so you can always write in your comments whether you like this program or you have any improvements to suggest or any thoughts about the points which swami made to listener at radiosai.org this is prem from team radiosai and with me is sai prakash both of us with a lot of gratitude and reverence offer this program at swami's lotus feet sairam you just heard an episode of a radio series shravanam mananam nidhityasanam that is listen reflect and absorb this is a segment that is hosted on thursdays at 7:30 pm by radio sai's sai prakash and prem only on asia stream of radio sai global harmony today's episode was first broadcast live on 7th november 2013 the discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in Indian culture and spirituality 1990 the clips played in this episode were from the discourse delivered on 26th may 1990 to listen to the next part of this program tune in again same time same day next week and also please do write to us and let us know what do you think about this program by writing to listener at radiosai.org thank you and sai ram from prashanthi nilayam